London, late 1967. What am I doing? Keeping my mouth shut and trying to remain as inconspicuous as possible. Where am I? In a tiny recording studio tucked in the rear of Dick James's palatial music publishing offices on New Oxford Street. Why am I here? To meet a certain piano player called Reg Dwight, who, I've been informed, will be somewhere hereabouts. Along with the sound engineer and the tape-op, words I will only become acquainted with in the months to come, there are half a dozen sartorially well-heeled and impressively quaffed young men in the room. The one lounging to my left, skinny, tall, and criminally good-looking, turns and eyes me laconically, telling me, I dig your shades. I present him with an appreciative nod, having absolutely no idea what he's referring to, other than the fact that I'm thrilled that there indeed may be something about me that he digs. Understand that back then I was what, decades later, would be considered tragically unhip. In my peacoat and bland pants, I was merely nondescript, a product of the medieval north, where once I was Jack the Lad in my backyard. I am now a floundering Dick Whittington. But chance is an angel, and I have, in my simple wisdom, answered an ad placed by Liberty Records in the new Musical Express, Seeking Talent. I'm not sure if I have any. It remains to be determined. But I'm giving it a shot. And according to my Liberty contract, Reg Dwight might be the answer. All right, back to the studio. Anonymity temporarily secure, I glance up and notice a TV on the wall above the recording console. On the grainy black-and-white screen, I can make out the blurry image of someone sitting and playing the piano. I'm made aware by the conversation around me that this individual is actually only several strides down the hall in the connecting studio, where he is, according to my laconic friend, laying down an overdub. I'm swimming upstream against a strong current of groovy terminology and surrounded by severe trendiness. But I throw caution to the wind and inquire of my Byronesque acquaintance, could that blur on the screen be a certain Red Dwight? As he concurs, things get ugly. The engineer swivels around in his chair and demands to know if I'm supposed to be there. All eyes on me, I turn the colour of Beelzebub's ass and attempt to explain just as the door opens. Heads swivel theatrically. Enter Reg Dwight, asking if there might be a Bernie Torpin in the room. I don't know, Reg, but I love him already. He's refreshingly square, chunky, with buddy holly glasses and a kind face. More so, imperative to my dignity, he is unadorned by embroidery and crushed velvet. Introductions wait until we have repaired to the street, and I have commenced breathing. Apparently, Reg plays in a band backing the six-foot-seven blues belter Long John Baldry, while making some extra cash performing on Debo's. We adjourn to the Lancaster Grill around the corner on Charing Cross Road, a block from the legendary Denmark Street, London's Tin Pan Alley. Incidentally, an urban myth will later circulate that I wrote the lyrics to your song sitting on the roof of a building on this street, but, hey, that's another story. We talk. The conversation is easy. We eat. Eggs, sausage and baked beans. We bond on music. A connection that will never be broken. I'm a country kid, still wet behind the ears. He's shy like me, but experienced in the local music territory. 
He wants to write songs. So do I. And best of all, he likes what I've written so far. Do I have more? I do indeed. It's fanciful stuff, whimsical and somewhat pretentious, but in keeping with the trends of psychedelia and hobbitism. I like him tremendously because he's not condescending. I sense a kindred spirit. We're outsiders looking for a way in, and I'm willing to play along. Sancho Panza to his Don Quixote. We agreed to give it a shot. Let's go tilt some windmills. There's nervous energy in the air, a feeling of possibility. I leave the cafe invigorated and head for the underground. Hell, what have I got to lose? I'll give it a month and see what happens.